There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Yes, yes, welcome in to the Tim McKernan Show here on the Inside STL Podcast Network from the HomeLoanExpert.com studios. Our sponsors, Mark Hanna, Evergreen Wealth Strategies. They sponsor producer Joe on the phone lines. Uh, EvergreenSTL.com. James Carlton of the Carlton State Farm Insurance Agency. 314-961-4800 to go online at carltoninsurance.net. Johnny Landoff, Chevrolet, Highway 270 in the Washington Elizabeth Exit online at landoff.com and Design Air Heating and Cooling online at designairservice.com. The number one train dealer in the Midwest. It's hard to stop a train, Design Air heating and cooling uh producer joe uh good morning hello how are you fine you seem like you're not interested in pleasantries g unit is not here today so gangster pete will be representing g unit let me take a look at these results uh producer joe uh went one four and one uh yeah, lost three hundred ten dollars i'm not following the money thing but i will i will state it uh, G unit went four and two, one and zero oh is locked. Joe went zero oh one is locked, plus one hundred seventy in the dollars thing. And the weatherman, the weatherman is the talk of the town, just like he was last year, but for a much different reason. He goes one and five last week. Pair that with two and four the week before, and the weatherman is five and nine on the season after starting off two and zero. Oh. Producer Joe. The weatherman. Uh, yeah, I mean, I would assume that without having seen your emails, that they probably sent you something that says, hey, look, there's a bit of a market correction taking place, and I have to uh, I have to change my algorithm to get me to where I need to be, and that at some point there will be a bounce back. The question is, is do people ride him as though this will be the week, or do they wait and see the results? I would imagine it's going to be more of the latter. Hey, while I'm reading what he, because he did email and explain something, uh, could we have you reconnect, Gangster Pete? You and producer Joe work that out. I will, uh, I will, uh, I will read the weatherman's uh, email here. Kind of a state of the union because he is very frustrated by this. Pete's going to call you back, uh, Joe. So that's how we're going to okay. do this. Uh, so here's here's what we got from the weatherman. Because I actually I was telling Pete right before we started recording in the HomeLoanExpert.com studios, I said. Shit, I haven't got an email from the weatherman. I don't know what's going on. Um, but I missed the email. He sent it at 724 this morning, and it is 1014, so he did send it. Good morning. A rough start of 4-4 four and four turned into 5-9 and nine for the season. I remember saying last January that 65% would be hard to hit again. If nothing else, this shows that the handicapping is not easy. Uh, Joe's uh, ringer is uh, going now. Yeah. Uh, I feel like a career 262 hitter coming off a 377 season who's now sitting at 127 on April 28th. It'll come around. The process is there. It's always important to learn from the losses and the slow starts. Perhaps I'm placing too much emphasis against new coaches and new quarterbacks and too much on returning starters. That's worked in the past, but the dynamics of the sport appear to be changing. Top quarterbacks coming out of high school are better from more passing offenses and passing camps before they hit college. Also, some teams that I liked might just be plain bad. Syracuse, UCLA, 
especially the Bruins. I can't mock Maryland's coach for going 4-31 and in his career when Chip Kelly is now 4-26 and in his last 30 games between uh, UCLA and the 49ers. Bad is bad. The weatherman got one right. It was the locks. So the weatherman is undefeated on the locks this year, uh, but 5-9 and nine on the season, and that was the New Mexico State game. It's the only game I bet last week, and, um, and there's just a little bit magic about that Nick Saban September uh, giveaway. But if you rolled with the weatherman last week, I bet you're banty as hell. Uh, I knew he was on Syracuse, so when I saw that score, I go, ooh, that's rough. Didn't remember the Miami one. Didn't remember the UCLA one. Minnesota, I don't know if that was the – I guess it looks like it's college. Uh, Nebraska, I saw that they lost. I knew he liked Nebraska as well because he liked Nebraska more than any other game. They I, blew it. They I, were up 17 nothing. Is that right? Yeah, they were up. I saw that score going across the bottom. Um, the one that I, I made his lock was New Mexico State. But what he liked the most was Nebraska. But in fairness to him, he really liked Missouri. I didn't like Missouri. Um, I, we didn't pick it. But I watched that game, and I was I was really – Surprised, and then I watched Neil Brown, the head coach of West Virginia, uh, really with just kind of a very honest assessment in the post game about how bad his team is. I mean, he didn't say it that way, but especially offensively, they're just a bad team, um, and that you just don't expect a team that was so good, especially offensively, to be so bad less than a year later. My God, um, but maybe you know, maybe Missouri's uh, much better than than what they indicated against Wyoming. Who knows? They're not really going to play a great opponent here for a couple of months. But either way, uh, Producer Joe, uh, G-Unit is in the lead with this dollar system. He is plus 80. You are minus 340. The weatherman is minus 630 for record purposes because I'm old school. I go records. G-Unit is 6-6, six and 2-0 six, and oh on locks. You're 5-7-1, 0-2 and oh and two on locks. And the weatherman is 5-9, and 2-0 and oh on locks. There it is. Okay. I mean, my question with the weatherman, maybe not question, that's not the right word to use, but, you know, that, that Matt Carpenter had a very, 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 very slow start to 2018 and then turned it on uh, in the middle months and then went to shit in September. And you were, I guess the Cardinals would figure he would have done the same thing this year based on what he did last year. So is the weatherman Matt Carpenter 2018 or 2019? Mm, analogies. I would imagine he is going to, when it's all said and done, right the ship. I'd be surprised if he didn't, just because I know how much time he spends on this, and there is value on that. It does give him an edge, um, and he mm-hmm. has recognized his mistakes. I don't know, but I just I never thought that he would be able to I mean, do 65% against the spread. At that point, you can be a professional gambler, so just never thought that that was realistic to repeat. But I would bet that he will finish above 500, which really isn't that much of a stretch. I mean, he's only 5-9. and nine. Um but, I mean, I'm not betting with him. I'm sure people who bet every one of his games and whatever a unit is have to be incredibly frustrated because if they are right now, they'd be minus $630 if the unit size were 100 Uh G-Unit is the leader, and that for Gangster Pete representing G-Unit gets to start things off with uh, the non-lock picks, so the five games for this week. Uh, G-Unit! There's that, that deal. Uh, G-Unit had some comments, too. Oh! He has some thoughts on the weatherman. Oh, my God, he's going to go on the attack? Well, I'll let you just listen and see what you think. I'm not one to say I told you so, but I told you so. Mm. Check the tapes on week one. Unit said the weatherman weatherman would have a rough start, but this is not the time to fade the weatherman. The opposite. Double down on his picks. Oh, my God. Trust the process. The weatherman right now is akin to Phil Ivey getting busted out early in a few tournaments in a row on a few bad beats. 
a good player is going to get his. That rule is good for every game ever played. I trust the weatherman will hit 55 to 60% for the season. Wow. And then Prod Joe, Fade Prod Joe, he's clearly on tilt. He's in his own square kitchen. Oh, my God. He uh, went up to producer Joe. All right. So, to the picks. To the picks. Joe, do you have any response? I, I mean, I, you know, I, I don't I don't have a response. I actually agree with him, although I don't know if I would say 55 to 60%. That would be a hell of a year. Do you have any response to G-Unit? Because you two were kind of slap boxing last week. No, I'm I'm just fine. Uh, I, uh, I I'll be all right. I don't I don't think I'm tilting. I like my plays this week much more than I liked my plays last week. Mm. To be honest, it does seem to be a common theme. Gangster Pete, you were representing G Unit. Go ahead. All right, first pick. And the Titans over forty four and a half. Second pick, Tennessee minus three. He said Indy had a tough start after bad luck news. Bad luck news in quotations. Then two tough road games to start the season. Really got up for the Chargers OT loss last week. Lots of travel lately, so he likes Tennessee minus three. He likes New Orleans plus two and a half at the Rams. The team that should have been in the Super Bowl wins by double digits. Wow. I disagree with that one. Yeah, uh, I disagree with it, too. I hope he's right, though. Yeah, I'd love him to be right. I just disagree. He doesn't care about the travel there. Uh, Minnesota Green Bay over 44. No explanation. And then Chicago minus two and a half at Denver. I like this one. Uh, Flacco is bad. Must win for Chicago in their division. So, recap the unit's picks. Indianapolis, Tennessee. Oh, that's Chicago's division. Do you say Chicago at Denver? Oh, here we go. I'm just reading what's in the prompter. <laughs> he like has that like make-believe NFL divisions. <laughs> One's in the AFC, the other's in the NFC. Not even the same fucking conference. All right. So, to recap, unit's picks. Indiana, Indianapolis and Tennessee over 44 and a half. Tennessee Titans minus three, New Orleans Saints plus two and a half, Minnesota Green Bay over 44, Chicago Bears minus two and a half. Ryan Kelly's the home loan expert, and he is the sponsor of our studios here on the Tim McKernan Show. Without him, we don't have a podcast, so make sure you're supporting our sponsor, Ryan Kelly, the home loan expert.com. And with interest rates dropping and this being home buying season, this is a prime time to get in and get yourself a great rate and lock in. Or if you want to refinance, now's the time to do so. Ryan Kelly's the person to do it with. He is online at thehomeloanexpert.com. Ryan Kelly, the studio sponsor of this program. Ryan Kelly, thehomeloanexpert.com. There it is. G-Unit's picks are in. Producer Joe, you're up next. Uh, I'm going to start out with an NFL play, actually. And uh, I'm going to lay the five and a half with the Cowboys at the Redskins, uh, Redskins last week up early and still ended up covering against Philly. But uh, I think Dallas is really, really, really good. Um, I will lay the five and a half on the road because I don't think the Redskins are that good. And at the early start last week, they uh, things kind of stabilized themselves, obviously, once Deshaun Jackson went off. Next play, I'm going to lay, I believe it's at nine. I think when I personally played it, it was sitting at seven and a half. But UCF minus the nine now, Stanford traveling across the country. Uh, very rarely does UCF get primed or uh, national televised games. This is one of them. I don't know if Stanford's backup quarterback's playing or not. He got knocked out last week. Our starting quarterback did in their game. Uh, but I will take UCF and the Golden Knights laying the nine points, I think, is what it's currently at. got a change in your favor. we got a change. Change in your favor, Joe. Eight UCF half. minus eight and a half. Eight, eight, Okay. Well, it's still shifted a point since I played it, but either way. Um, next up, tomorrow night, uh, a little Friday night humdinger. 
with plenty of offense. Uh, Mike Leach and Dana Holgerson facing off against one another. Houston covered the over in week one when they were playing against Oklahoma. They are going to cover the over tomorrow night when they're playing against Washington State. I will lay the 74 and a half and go over that number. 73. Mm. Uh, Oh, even better, picking up money. Uh, Next up, last week, one of the few things I actually got right last week, the one game that I know that I got right was the, uh, the Syracuse over. And I had said to you, Tim, I said the one thing I worry about is Q's looking ahead to next week playing against Clemson. Well, that week is here, and Syracuse sucks. Okay. Uh, I will I will gladly lay the four touchdowns with Clemson on the road, and I think Clemson's going to have a whole lot of games like this this year where it's like, hey, well, this is a team that might be somewhat now. They're just going to steamroll. I will lay the four touchdowns with Clemson against Syracuse, and then because the number is relatively manageable, uh, in what is a really terrible overall week of football when game day is going to Iowa, Iowa State, it kind of lets you know what, what's actually taking place. There is an SEC matchup. I will lay the 25 points on Alabama against, uh, against South Carolina, uh, at South Carolina, but still going to lay that 25 points. And, uh, Tim, are you a subscriber to The Athletic? Uh, yeah, I never read it, but I guess I spend the $2.99 a month. <laughs> Armin did a little video series with Saban in Alabama for the first, the very, very, hey, I very saw that beginning. on Twitter. I got to I got to watch that. It's good. Yeah. It's good. It's really, it's really, really good. Uh, it kind of humanizes Saban a bit, but I, I just, I think there's something to this Alabama team this season. Uh, although last week you knew what was coming, although it was really, really close to covering actually. Well, I mean, what do you expect uh, it to I, be? You think that, you know, New Mexico state was going to, you know, lose by a field goal? No, but I, I, I just, the number, no matter what the number was, I didn't expect it to be. I, I was expecting like 41, 42 points, uh, not as close as it ended up being. But I will lay those, those those points. But yeah, that little little three acts. I don't know if they're doing more or not, but it was uh, it was really well done and interesting to watch. There it is, producer Joe's picks are in. Before we get to our locks, here is the weatherman. You know, James Carlton of the Carlton State Farm Insurance Agency is my insurance agent. So this is a first-hand endorsement of James Carlton and his staff in Webster Groves. 314-961-4800 or go online at carltoninsurance.net. I think a lot of people just go, okay, well, I've got a guy. I've got a lady. I'm good. I don't really care to talk about insurance. It's something, you know, I'm 25, whatever. And that's fine. I understand. I used to think the same way. And then I go down to my basement on March 30th of 2019 and the basement's flooded and the world changes. It just so happens because my interactions with James have been so positive that my wife and I switched to James Carlton uh, in late 2018. And I'm telling you, if we had not, the odyssey that has been a flooded basement throughout all of this precipitation in St. Louis would have been infinitely more difficult to navigate without somebody as active. And on top of it is James Carlton. His phone number is 314-961-4800, or you can go online at carltoninsurance.net. And even now, he still checks in. You know, I mean, it's it's just a different ball game. And even before we had that, which, of course, was a substantial issue, um, you know, we weren't covered on, on something, or I had forgotten to make a payment. It wasn't like it was like some monster payment. It was a small payment. But he's like, hey, just so you know, uh, you haven't made this payment. We want to make sure that's taken care of so you're covered. It's just... It's, it's just different. It's different in a much better way. And that's why 
you know, if, if you ran into me at a, at a bar or restaurant and said, Hey, you know, and I have had it happen. Hey, Tim, who's that insurance agent? People email me and I go, oh, it's James Carlton here. Let me include him on the, on the email. And I know he's going to be on top of it. I don't think twice about it. It's not like I'm like, Oh yeah, let me tell you about him. And then somebody actually wants to follow up. And I'm like, Oh God, I hope he does. Okay. The best, the absolute best. And you're talking about your biggest investments. So you want to make sure they're taken care of properly. James Carlton and his staff at Carlton State Farm Insurance Agency will certainly do that. 314-961-4800 or go online at carltoninsurance.net. If your insurance costs a leg and an arm, call James Carlton State Farm. What I like, uh, Iowa, Iowa State under 44 and a half. I don't know who is going to win this game in the last 13 matchups that did not go to overtime. The average total was 33 and a half. In the last six matchups, the average total was 34.8. Both teams are ball control. Iowa State is one of the rare Big 12 teams that plays defense. And if Iowa gets up early, they'll just sit on the ball. Bonus, if you get a bonus of one half under 22 points, take it. If Iowa gets to plus three, take Iowa State. Alabama minus 25 and a half at South Carolina. 25. Did you know that Saban is 24 and eight against the spread when Alabama is favored by 10 to 29 points? This is his sweet spot as a favorite. South Carolina had a humiliating loss as a favorite against North Carolina, and they also lost their starting quarterback. Alabama will jump early, take the first half minus 17, and win easily. I do like that play right there. I like that play a lot. Uh, Nebraska minus 14 versus Northern Illinois. Boy, this is three straight weeks of him on Nebraska, I think. Uh, Pete is shaking his head. Well, no, he uh, he went against Colorado two weeks ago. Okay, that's what it is. Nebraska minus 14 versus Northern Illinois, another case where we're watching substantial value. If Nebraska simply hangs on and beats Colorado, they're a minus 20 favorite here. Northern Illinois is coming off a road trip to Utah where they covered. Now back on the road after a physical game in elevation, Nebraska finally gets right here. Kent State plus 35 at Auburn. My God, what in the hell is this? Look deeper inside this line. Auburn is coasting after the Oregon and Tulane wins before the SEC season. Kent State starting quarterback is Woody Barrett, a former Auburn quarterback. His coach will let him play the entire game so that Barrett gets a couple late TDs to cover. Auburn also doesn't have an explosive offense, and they won't care. Kent State's quarterback will care. Wow, we are digging in on this one. Uh, let's see. Have I, how many have I done? One. That's four. That's four case and one more. Colorado State Air Force under 59. This started out as a total of 62, but even at 58 and a half or 59, it's worth the value. Colorado State's playing Arkansas. Oh, Colorado Air Force. Apologize. Oh, okay. Air Force is an option ball control team, and Colorado's defense remains very weak. I'm trying hard not to jump on Air Force plus four and a half. I think Colorado is now very overrated because of the result of the Nebraska game, more of a Nebraska choke. Then a Colorado comeback. Nebraska shut out Colorado until mid third quarter, and I believe the altitude got to them. I won't with it won't with Air Force as they live in this as well. So the under of fifty nine from the weatherman. Uh, he likes something. He likes what I picked as my lock on the radio show, the Florida Kentucky under. I think I got it at fifty one. His number is forty nine. I like that a lot. I like it so much it kind of scares me. Whereas the Saban thing last week was kind of like the sure thing stuff. It's the one a year. I like this one so much. I think it's for obvious reasons. You assume that we got it at fifty. Fifty, okay. 
Uh, but that's not, that's just, I'm just make, I'm just reading the rest of his email. I'll give the rest of his picks just so for people can have them, but I'm, these aren't included in the picks for the purpose of the game. Washington State, Houston under 75, Florida, Kentucky under 50, Louisiana Tech minus 10 at Bowling Green. There you go. All right. Oh, he's opposite of me. He's opposite of me with that Washington State Houston. Yeah, that's kind of a but that's kind of the way he mm-hmm. operates too. Let's see what he said. I'm going to live bet this one pretty heavy. I'll start with the under a seventy five and I'll try and bet them back throughout the game. Also wait until the first T D and then bet the team that's trailing if live betting this will seesaw the entire time. Yeah, I think we can see that game script going that way. Mark Hanna of Evergreen Wealth Strategies. Can't emphasize enough how important it is to have a a financial advisor, but then it's not just any financial advisor. It's somebody who who knows but cares. You can, plenty of people can know but cares, and Mark Hanna helps everyday people every day get their finances organized. You can call him at 314-889-0503. That's 314-889-0503, or go online to evergreenstl.com. His name is Mark Hanna. He is with Evergreen Wealth Strategies, and I can tell you from getting to know Mark here over the last year, this is a first-class person who has your best interests at heart, and just calling him at 314-889-0503 is going to make you feel better and you're on the right track. Mark Hanna, Evergreen Wealth Strategies, 314-889-0503, or go online at evergreenstl.com. All right, a G-Unit's Lock of the Week, Gangster Pete. G-Unit Lock of the Week. Wow. He likes production. Yeah, I know. He's big enough. Self-production. His lock of the week is tonight's game. He's got Carolina minus six and a half. Well, he's big in this Carolina thing. He uh, he says expect. Oh, he's doubling he, down. He's he says expect a blowout. Season over unders. Yep. He thinks it'll be a blowout tonight. Uh, he's all over the Carolina Panthers minus six and a half. All right, producer Joe. Oh man, I, I, I it's a must win for Carolina, especially after they lost last week. Uh, give me Manchester United Saturday morning, nine o'clock kickoff, <laughs> minus one thirty money line uh, at home against Leicester City. It, uh, I don't want to say it's a must-win when you play thirty-eight games and all you need to do is get top four because they're not winning the league. But it is uh, a team that they could potentially be facing off against late in the season, point totals wise, for a spot in Europe. So uh, I feel as though after the international break, there is. Uh, there's there is a, a high probability that they're going to to come out and win on Saturday. I will uh, I will lay the the 130, so it doesn't bring back much for our money totals. But there's my play. The weatherman with a producer Joe like pick for his lock. Ooh. Oklahoma State Tulsa over 65. Yeah. Oklahoma State I is the like little Tulsa. brother of Oklahoma. This is the one time they hold the big brother role and they'll take full advantage. They've played Tulsa three times in the last 10 years, always as a seven-plus point favorite, and they've covered each time easily. Their new quarterback ran all over Oregon State, and he'll do it again against Tulsa over Oklahoma State, Tulsa 65. We got it at 64. Oh, wow. I think that the the number on that's 14, too, isn't it, Pete? That's right. That was was one of the games I was looking at uh, with Oklahoma State. I think Oklahoma State's a decent team this year. Last year, they were not so good. Uh, They beat Missouri in the Liberty Bowl. uh, Well, Mm. last year, year they were not so good. Uh, I just think there's a higher probability of them consistently being a 8-9-10 win team versus what they were and looking that way. I, I do like that play a lot for your lock. Uh, the weatherman trying to keep – maybe we'll just focus on his locks because he's 2-0 and even though I altered the lock. But um, the uh, the weatherman still believes, and G-Unit still believes, 
I don't know if I would take it 50-50. I mean, to go 55% against the spread is a hell of a run. So, but that's where G-Unit has them. So let's see if he gets right the ship this week. It will start uh, with games tonight because G-Unit's game will be uh, this evening. And then Producer Joe's got a Friday night play as well. Producer Joe, any thoughts? Anything you want to say about fantasy baseball? We're both losing. I like my chances better than yours. Charlie had the same situation that you had last week on, on the first night or two. And I looked at your matchup with our number one overall seed. Uh, Ron Swanson stash, and I saw you had a Syndergaard start that gave you like a super low whip and ERA, and if you can set yep. that tone early, that can yep. put you in position the rest of the week, and it did, and you advanced as the eight seed past the one seed. My opponent, and listen, I want to win. I mean, there's $700 out there, but I, he, I mean, he's got a better team than me right now, and he's just been banged by injuries. I mean, I got banged by injuries, but not to the, the capacity he has. He lost Christian Yelich, Javi Baez, and then somebody else. Oh, Justin Turner. In a week. I mean... Uh-huh. He, and I, <laughs> he and I were texting last week about our matchups, and like you said, I got a Noah Syndergaard start on Labor Day Monday, I guess it would have been. And, uh, yeah, that, that those types of starts, when you, you know, I think he had three hits, no walks, 10Ks, some shit like that, seven innings, no runs, that your ERA is low. Now, the bigger problem I have is that Charlie this week is going to get two DeGrom and two Granke starts. So it's a bad beat. That's, that's such a huge factor yeah, in fantasy and then what draw. days you have off. I mean, that's a huge, huge Correct. part of the game. There's nothing you can do about it. So, so, and then on top of that, I went Wade Miley and got a Wade Miley start on Tuesday night. I would have, if you would have counseled me on that, I would have told you as a Wade Miley owner that the, you need to you need to get off the Wade Miley yeah. train. But yeah, I mean, I'm just looking to. I had to start streaming starts based on what he was doing, um, and so I, I, I don't like my chances. Hell, I didn't like my chances in Week One. In in all probability, I didn't like my chances to get into the playoffs. Although, unlike your stoner garbage uh, board, oh my I don't goodness. Think, I don't move the goalposts to, to, to frame my argument another way. Like, he has gone from your team is garbage, you're dumping players so that Tim can win the league, to it doesn't matter, I'm going to eliminate you from the playoffs in two weeks before it, to it doesn't matter, I'm in, you're still not getting in, to uh, it doesn't matter, you're not going to win, to it doesn't matter, neither of us are cashing now. I mean, like, the goalposts with that guy are unbelievable. He spends way too much time around Kenny. And I swear to God, I didn't, Kenny. To I, I didn't. I don't. I, I, I didn't believe that you would read the text. What I was talking about, but every time that dirtball loser gets caught trying to tell a fib or lie or whatever, it's I'm kidding. It's like a third grade mentality. Anytime you say something mean and someone gets upset about it, oh, I was kidding. Now, who are we talking oh, about now, Iggy? Or are we talking about the Plowhawk? I'm talking about. Uh, I'm talking about the 60 year old loser who lives in Maryland Heights. Oh my Damn. goodness! You won't even He's say his name. He's the one. He's the one that I'm kidding. No, your stoner board up moves the goalpost. The guy is wrong about everything. So it's. Oh, I was halfway expecting to say, ah, he is completely trash. He is done. At that point, I've been like, sorry, Charlie, dude. Like, uh, it's tough luck, but you know the mush has decided to speak. Uh, but no, I don't like my chances. But the fact is, your your stoner board up moves the goalposts over and over and over again. And it's not even like he's just muttering it or sending me a text. He talks about it and posts it on the damn league board, too. Like, it just doesn't matter. He's, he's not trying to make himself feel better based on the fact that he ran his mouth and he's out. I and was surprised fine. that both him and Doug, who were the most banty about the trade that was vetoed, 
Doug was not watching the infamous Didi Gregorius at bat that, that cost him, and the Plowboy was in bed during the Red Sox and Yankees game. Uh, none of it matters to them. It just, it, and that's the thing is like, and number two, I never told Plowboy he had to leave the league, and it, he's he's entrenched himself by saying I'm out. And the funniest, like the, the legit funniest part, because I went back and kind of read all the nonsense around the veto, is the Plowboy still hasn't gotten it through his head. Is that there's a reason we took away the anonymous voting vetoes, because it's really easy to sit there and hit veto on anything, and let, if you don't have to attach your name to it. The reason we have the system that we have is so you have to attach your name to it so we know who is vetoing these trades because it's just easy. And there's been a couple of rogue votes thrown around in years prior when we got rid of it, and I think a lot of it was determined this year when they actually had to attach their name to it, who we knew who the rogue voters ended up being, and those rogue voters denied it you know, <laughs> before because they never – oh, they'll never find out. But there's a, there's a reason why we do what we do, and so – it's fine. If he wants to join the, stay in the league, I never kicked him out. He's not the one that, like Kenny, who pitches a fit and then posts bullshit, passive-aggressive stuff on Facebook <laughs> and doesn't put people... Like, you're 60 years old, you loser. Like, I explained to you, and I've still got the receipts. Like, I laid everything out for you why the things were the way that they were. It wasn't good enough for him. That's fine. I don't care. But, yeah, he wasn't invited back because of the passive-aggressive sub-Facebook bullshit. And, nah, if Darren wants to stay in the league, he can stay in the league. I don't care. What about Kayberg, his benefactor? Listen, he should get a job that he makes enough money to be able to spend $100 and play to play in a league. That's my suggestion to him. Oh, my goodness. Uh, Yeah, the, the, the gentleman I'm playing has one waiver wire move left because he because he keeps losing his offensive players, so he has to pick up all his offensive players. And don't get me wrong, it's part of the game, but I but I truly do it, it's it's a it's a bad spot. So right now I would say that Charlie Marlowe is about seventy eight percent to win the whole thing. Would you agree with that? Yes, absolutely. Yeah. So good for Charlie Chuckles. Good Chuckles team. has a good team. Chuckles has a good team. Yeah. He has a good team. <laughs> Yep. My team would have been better, and I, you know, who knows what the matchups would have been, but whatever. <laughs> what if you had Jose Ramirez and Austin Meadows? Yeah. Austin, you know what? Good. Austin Meadows is the reason the Plowhawk did not advance. Austin Meadows went raking last week. Uh, boy, it couldn't have happened to a nicer stoner. <clears throat> there it is. It is a pick six, which somehow always gets back to the Austin Meadows Jose Ramirez trade veto. Uh, producer, Joe, I would be wonderful if you and I could meet in the championship. It just doesn't. Even though you're only down six to three, I feel like it's going to be tougher for you to get there based on what I'm seeing right now in the pitching statistics. Yes. Because he's not going Absolutely. to lose whip and ERA, and he's got closers, and it, and so he's probably got that category wrapped up. So that's three categories plus a comfortable lead and runs, and RBIs. Um, I mean, it still could happen. It's just not likely mm-hmm. at this moment. It's just not I think, likely. I think we played. I think Charlie and I played four weeks ago, and he beat me six to five. Um, that, uh, that, yeah, I mean, it's fine. Uh, I, the other part that I think is so amusing is the plowboy forgets that I won the goddamn league last year. Mm. You know, it's like, oh, you didn't cash. You didn't cash. I won the league last year. Mm. You were in it last year. Ah, whatever. Kberg wasn't in it last year. 
No, Plowboy actually, I think, paid his own way last year. Or he had another co-manager <laughs> who wasn't such a banty little bitch. But <clears throat> whatever. I don't care. Like, if he wants to leave the league and go play another league, that's fine. I don't care. But I didn't kick him out because, well, everything he said at least has been directly to me, not sub-Facebook bullshit pussy stuff that a 60-year-old man tries to do. My I'm just God. kidding, though. It doesn't, it doesn't count. I'm just kidding. I believe uh, that's Producer Joe making reference to Iggy. All right, Producer Joe, we'll see what winds up happening here. The weatherman's going to try and bounce back. You and I are going to try and make comebacks in fantasy to have yet back-to-back championship matchups in the Facebook uh, Fantasy Baseball League, or in the Fantasy Baseball League, not Facebook, Yahoo Fantasy Baseball League. And uh, G-Unit will continue to ride the Carolina Panthers, I guess, until the end of the season. This is kind of an odd thing that he is really obsessed with the Carolina Panthers, but maybe he's gone to something. I don't know. Uh, anything else, Gangster Pete, before I say farewell to producer Joe on the Mark Hanna Evergreen Wealth Strategies phone lines? Happy birthday, Dad. Oh, wow. I think he's gone. That's it. I think he's, I think he's had <laughs> enough. All right, uh, producer Joe's already left. He's mad about Iggy and the Plowboy still. And uh, and we'll see what winds up happening as the weatherman. I bet the weatherman's on tilt because here's the thing. The weatherman's betting. It's a different ball game. Like, I'm just reading the picks, and somebody in questions from the audience, which I thought was a fair question, said, why are you doing a gambling podcast if you're not really into sports gambling? I am into it. I just don't bet. I really didn't bet much last year either. I bet more than I plan on now this year. I just go on tilt when I lose money gambling. Yeah, Weatherman's had some bad beats too, so there's signs that it could turn around. I would, I, I when it's all said and done, I still would, I still would go with the Weatherman. But I realize, hey, if you've been going with them and you're going, oh my god, I've been losing my ass. I, hey, I understand being upset about it. That's that's kind of the the price you pay. So, all right, there it is. That'll wrap it up. Thank you to our sponsors, thehomeloanexpert.com. Sponsor our studios, Mark Hanna, Evergreen Wealth Strategies, online at evergreenstl.com. James Carlton of the Carlton State Farm Insurance Agency. CarltonInsurance.net, Design Air Heating and Cooling online at designairservice.com, the number one train dealer in the Midwest, and Johnny Landoff, Chevrolet, Highway 270 in the Washington Elizabeth Exit, online at landoff.com. For Gangster Pete, representing G-Unit, and for producer Joe, I'm Tim McKernan. This has been another edition of Pick 6 on the Tim McKernan Show.